Liberty star quarterback Caden Salters has been a diamond sitting in the rough for most of 2023, but now eyes are starting to open about his performances this past weekend in championship weekend. I'm going to talk about him and more coming up next. You are locked on NFL draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL draft part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. What's up, Lockdown family? Welcome back to the Lockdown NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast from your favorite draft prospects, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout and a senior draft analyst i'm solo dolo on this show because what is this the debut the premiere of my new extra show that i'll be trying to drop once a week for you guys plan on dropping this once a week for you guys dames diamonds in the rough talking about prospects as i turn on the tape i turn on the film guys that are popping on tape that a lot of people aren't talking about that i want to kind of put the spotlight on because they're shining stars and shining players guys so got three players we're gonna get into Caden Salters quarterback from Liberty Trey Amos all right Amos DB corner uh safety basically a defensive back for the University of Alabama and then Caden Salters star wide receiver CJ Daniels so gonna get into all of that Coming up next, like I said, I'm solo dolo, but before we do that, got to talk about Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Guys, let me tell you something right now. Caden Salters, Caden Salter, 6'1", 200 pounds. This young man in this this season, right? For Liberty, for for what is it, the, the the Liberty Flames, right? You know, uh, feels like it feels like Liberty has another one in terms of a, a draftable prospect, right? We we saw that with Malik Willis, but when I turn on the tape and I watch Caden Salter, you know, especially after this past weekend, let me tell you something, man. You know, th- this young man looking at his numbers, right? You know, sixty one percent completion, twenty uh, oh, a little over about two thousand two thousand seven hundred forty six yards passing. 31 passing touchdowns, five interceptions on the season. But it's not just that. It's not, it's not just that. This young man is draft eligible. Now, then you look at his, he is a draftable quarterback, in my opinion. And then you look at the rushing ability, right? He's a dual threat quarterback, 109 carries, uh, 1,086 yards rushing, 12 rushing touchdowns. So he's a dynamic dual threat guy that has good burst and speed in open field, but he's shifty and elusive and quick twitch with his footwork, and he just stays under control. So when I look at him, what do I see? I see an NFL prospect. Now, I'm not saying that he's a a round one guy just yet. He is eligible to come out in this draft. Do I expect him to? I I don't because he still has a couple years of eligibility left. Um, You know, I think he's a red shirt Redshirt sophomore, so he is essentially draft eligible. But you know, just regardless, we want. To, I wanted to get in, get in here and talk to you guys about him, man. I saw arm talent, I saw touch, timing, anticipation, ball placement, 
right? At all three levels. And you're talking about just being able to attack outside the numbers. I love if you if you're gonna run a goal ball, right? If you want to run run that nine route, you want to run that that fly, that takeoff, that go. You know what I mean? As a quarterback, I want that ball on the outside shoulder. And he does a good job of that. He puts the ball where his guys can make plays. But then when things break down, right? And, and it's not just, yeah, he's a dual threat guy that can absolutely rush for a thousand or or even over a thousand yards. You know, and you can design runs for him, right? You think about the speed option, triple option, different things like that. They do, they get creative with their run game. But it's when things break down, can he create? And he can do that. He did it against New Mexico State, guys. I'm telling you now, against New Mexico State as a runner. And you know what I'm saying? You know, well, first of all, as a passer against New Mexico State in in, in the uh, you know in the championship game, he was 20 of 25. 80% 80% completion, 319 passing yards, almost 13 yards per attempt. He had two passing touchdowns. But then when you flip it over and look what he was able to do as a rusher and as a runner as well, nine carries, 163 yards rushing, 11, almost 12 yards per carry, and a touchdown. So this guy had multiple big explosive plays. So when you think about what he brings to the table, he's a big explosive playmaker he like in terms of just he, he can create big explosive plays with his arm in the passing game right with his legs as a runner traditionally in terms of just creating for himself or you know being more of an improvisational things break down i can make plays from the pocket so forth and so on but also from a you know from a creativity standpoint from a schematic and play calling aspect you can use him and use his legs and factor that in. I love the freeze. It's cliche, but it never fails. If you have one of these type of quarterbacks, what did they allow you to do? They forced the defense to play 11 on 11 football. Now, I'm not just talking about in the red zone. Okay, yeah, in the red zone, you want to make sure if you got a mobile quarterback, you got to keep him in the pocket, right? You want to, you don't want him breaking out and forcing scramble drills in the inside the five, inside the ten, and guys are getting panicking because like, okay, he's pressing towards the line of scrimmage. Let me go ahead and make a hit. You leave your coverage, your coverage responsibility. You vacate your area, and boom, he's able to get the ball around. He has arm angles and arm slots, right? Kind of a, a very um flexible arm to where you drop back and you're talking about being able to throw around incoming uh you know defenders free runners he had a couple throws like that it, you you see the tools you see the thing he's a the thing that the, the main thing for 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 Caden is proving to everyone bowl game you know when that happens I think they play Oregon that's gonna be big, right? They play Oregon. That's gonna be that's gonna be a huge stage for them against a Dan Lanning defense. That's gonna be sure to send pressure and get after them. They're gonna have what a month, uh, you know, a little little less than a month to get prepared for one another. But for 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 Caden Salter, he has to prove that he's not just a fun college quarterback, right? That he's not just a fun dual threat, uh, physically gifted, quick, elusive dual threat quarterback. Like he's got, you know, and fun quarterback. He's got a that 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 label and that misnomer can can really hurt a prospect. When people say, "Man, I like what I see. I like what he does, man. I love what I see," but he's a fun college quarterback. I just don't see it as an NFL prospect. When you hear fun college quarterback, people typically don't take you serious as an NFL drafted prospect, draftable prospect rather. So I think for me, guys, I'm telling you, that's what he has to prove. And I think against Oregon, okay. Against Oregon, that's going to be big. And now you think about the fact that the Shrine Bowl, the Senior Bowl, all these all-star games, underclassmen can go to them now. You don't have to be a senior. So if he wanted to, if he wanted to for his own personal reasons to go to the NFL and say, you know what, I think I can be a third-round pick at 
best or I mean at worst, right? You know, I feel like at, at worst I could be a third round pick. I could still go day two. And he wanted to go to one of these bowl games. I think that they would welcome him with open arms if he decided to declare and go to one of these bowl games to go out there and show out, right? That he can hang with the best of the best. And he can he can uh, uh, throw the ball to even better receivers. He can uh, beat even better defensive players in coverage. I, like I said, at the end of the day for me, I saw touch, timing, anticipation, accuracy, ball placement. I saw a guy that, you know, we, we talk about Jalen Hurts with the Philadelphia Eagles, and we talk about how he's ne- he never wavers, right? And I feel I see I see that same thing with Caden Salter. I, I see a guy that, that never gets too high, never gets too low. He just boom, st- steady Eddie, steady Eddie, smooth and you know smooth smooth sailing, baby. You know what I mean? And I I like what I see from him. Um, I think he's a talented player. And again, he's just got to defeat that misnomer, defeat that label of him being just him just being a a fun college quarterback. But what does DPC when he turns on the tape? Simple DPCs. NFL draftable prospect that has tools, that has a game, that can throw the ball from the pocket, that can throw the ball on the run, but that could absolutely hurt you with his legs. If you're playing man-to-man, if you're not disciplined in your rush lanes, if you're not disciplined as a defense, Aiden Salter, quarterback for the Liberty Flames, okay? Liberty, you got another one, baby. You got another one. You hear me? You have another one. Guys, but Listen, that's Caden Salter. We're talking about we're talking about more guys. We're talking about more guys. It's coming up next. Alabama DB. No, not Kool-Aid McKinstry. No, not Terion Arnold. Not Caleb Downs. Trey Amos. Trey Amos. We're going to get into him and what he was able to do and how and why. A guy that's never started a game is balling and doing good things. We want to talk about that coming up next. This show is sponsored by Better Guys, during the during the holiday time, me and my family, we come together, we have already picked names, and we buy gifts for whoever name we picked out of the hat the Christmas before, okay? So it's a fun time, but it can be a little stressful. But you know what you should do? You should focus on yourself. Whether or not you and your family give gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays is a great time to start to do that. Okay, so whether it's starting therapy, going easy on yourself during tough moments, or just treating yourself to a complete day of rest, remember to give yourself some love because this holiday season is about you becoming the best version of you. So if you think about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. All right, in the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash locked on and get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. Alabama defensive back Trey Amos. Trey Amos, Trey Amos. I want to make sure I said that right. But this young man, the crazy thing about this, guys, 6'1", 197, 200 pounds, has not started uh, not started a game all season long. And that is impressive. For multiple reasons, because to be found, you have to play. And typically it's hard to, you know, if you're not, and this is a senior defensive back, right? A transfer from Louisiana. And he gives, he he basically is kind of a flex option for Nick Saban in his secondary. In terms of he can play corner, but he also can play safety. And for me, guys, after the championship game against Georgia, okay, where he was targeted twice in coverage, Okay, this is probably his best game. This is by far his best game, in my opinion. 
two targets, right? He had a dropped interception, but you saw arm length. You saw footwork. You saw physicality at the point of attack in press coverage, in the contact window, getting his hands on, uh, rerouting and disrupting the receiver's timing and level of comfort. And again, being able to flip that head around, see the, you no, know, locate the football and get the hands on the football. Now you got to bring that. You got to catch better. You got to bring it down. But when you look at what he was able to do this season, right? Targeted 19 times. Nine uh, receptions allowed, so 47.4% uh, percent of, of the receptions uh, he, he allowed uh, receptions on off of his targets. 90, less than 100 yards total, you know, 96 total yards allowed in coverage. Only one game over 20 yards in coverage allowed, and that was like week two. And that was the one game he gave up one touchdown. He has three PBUs in the season as well. But you see a guy that when you think about the versatility of Trey, of, of T.A., Trey almost like for me, I, I well, the reason why he's a, a Dame's diamond in the rough because you need guys like this. And what I mean by guys like this is that it's simple you need these defensive backs that can cover a big body wide receiver on the outside, but also cover detached tight ends. And I see that with him. That's why that that flex option at safety and corner is so prevalent, it's so important because of the fact that if he can bring that to a defense, it changes a lot of things because now you think about it, okay, is he a extra safety? Is he an extra corner? Offensively, you don't know because he doesn't have a divine, he doesn't have to have a defined position. Defensive coaches love this same way offensive coaches love it with offensive receivers and weapons, right? If you have a Brock Bowers, is you know, is Brock Bowers a a traditional tight end? No, Brock Bowers is a do-it-all guy. He's a chess piece, he's a coverage indicator. Because if you get a matchup on linebackers, he's not nine times out of ten gonna win. If you get, you know what I mean, because he's more athletic, things like that, stronger, whatever. You know what I mean? He could play the ball at the catch point, and he has the ability to, to sky over them. You think about putting them in the nickel. Uh, put them in the slot against smaller nickel corners. What does that do? That he's typically going to win that matchup because he can box them out. He can be more physical. He can be a bigger, stronger body than that defensive back because they're t- most nickel corners are typically on the smaller side or the smaller side. So again, that's what you get out of that. So it, again, all for me, it's very simple: having a Trey Amos who can play corner outside, who can knock down into the slot, who can play up top. Who can move around? That's a chess piece that a good def, a great to good to great defensive coordinator would absolutely love. You think about the Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick of the world. He would love this young man, okay? Because you think about going up against Dalton Kincaid for the Buffalo Bills. You one hundred percent would want to have a guy like Trey that can absolutely walk out there against Gabe Davis, okay? And then also walk into the slot as a nickel guy. And, and travel and follow in man to man cover Dalton Kincaid or even or even a Dawson Knox. You want to have that. You need to have that, right? So it, it, it's guys like this can change the way your all your your the the opposing offense attacks. So watching this young man, he's a diamond in the rough guy. Senior defensive back. I hope the Shrine, the the Senior Bowl. I hope one of these. All-star events. Give this young man a call and bring him in, man, because I think there's a lot of money for him to be, to make for himself, okay? I think that he can go out there and prove that he can play football at the highest level as a starter. And even if he's not a full-time starter in the NFL, just having that kind of flex uh, chess piece in your defensive lineup, it, listen, 
good tight. It's holiday season. Good tidings. Okay. Great feel, great vibes, all of that stuff. He brings that. He brings it. But that physicality, that strength, okay. There's a play. Shout out to OD3, Oliver Davis the third, one of the best, if not the best, cornerback coach in the business. He put out uh he, he, he tweeted a clip from um or post on X. Sorry, Elon Musk. He posted a clip uh from the game where it was a replay and it's Trey uh versus one of the big bigger receivers uh for Georgia. And they're on the they're on the outside, man. One on one, and he two-hand jams the guy, you know, just literally strong armed them, long armed them, jacked them up, right? You know what I mean? The guy tries to to break free. Break out to the sideline. Trey, you know, breaks with him, turns his head. Ball just goes through his hands. It was an easy interception. But again, I think you can get on the jugs machine. And you can become a better catcher. But that instinct of reading the reading the wide receivers, reading the wide receivers' body language. Okay, the eyes, the, the the eyes, the head, and the shoulders to tell you everything when it comes to them looking for the football. So you got to be, you know, you got to be diligent with that. You got to be instinctive. You got to read it and, and and eye these guys. Too many times we see cornerbacks being in phase, defensive backs in phase, but they don't look for the football. Then all you then you give yourself an opportunity to be called for a DPI because that guy's trying to run work back through your body to get to the football stuff like that. No, he, he flips that head around quickly. He, he instinctive. He identified, okay, receiver's turning, receiver's looking for the ball, hands are coming up, flip the head, boom, hands are there, just didn't come down with the catch, and that's fine. We can work on that, Trey. But talking about my second diamond in the rough, man, for me, is, is Alabama defensive back, and he's a, 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 a backup defensive back, but he plays well enough, he plays enough snaps for you to turn on the tape and watch him go out there and do his thing, man. I, I think this is a senior He's a senior defensive back that we need to keep our eyes on, guys. And, you know, I think he could play, and I would love to see him on the all-star circuit, um, you know, this coming new year before the NFL Combine. So shout-out to Trey Amos, number two uh, on the premiere of Dame, Dame's Diamonds in the Rough. We got one more. Talked about Caden Salter, Liberty Flames star quarterback. Well, his star wide receiver also had a big game against New Mexico State this past championship weekend. So we're going to get into his game. And what he brings to the table coming up next. Guys, you should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. But if you wait to the last minute and the last moment, you will. Because you're trying to find the best deal. You're competing with other buyers. And you're trying to avoid being scammed or dealing with crazy scalpers. I know what you can do. Let me tell you about game time. They are the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you what else do they offer db tell me well let me tell you then last minute tickets flash deals zone deals their tickets are easy to find and buy for every kind of event in your area and this is what i love the most they show the views for all the seats in the venue so before you purchase your ticket you know what type of vantage point you will have if you're sitting in those seats Right now on Game Time on the app. If you want to see North Carolina versus West Virginia in the Duke's Mayo Bowl at the Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina, you can get tickets right now for as cheap as $96. So, guys, all you need to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Do you guys like six foot two, 200 pound outside receivers that can run good routes, that has a good release package, right? Good enough that can attack the ball at the highest point, detach and catch the ball and be an area co-wide receiver with his long arms and his frame, look no further than Liberty's C.J. Daniels. 
a young man that this season, you know, off, off of the New Mexico State game, right, in the championship game this past weekend, he caught seven of his nine targets for, 70, for almost 78% completion, 157 yards receiving, 22 yards per catch, and a touchdown. And then I talk about just what he brings to the table. Like, he's been given not, not a ton. So the sample size, you could say, for this season has been a little bit on the lesser side. But he's 6 of 7 in contested catch situations, okay, on the season. 6 of 7, 85.7% completion percentage on contested catches. That's outstanding work. That's outstanding work. And this on the season, right? Target 71 times. Reeled in 47 of those targets, 66% uh, percent completion percentage, 988 yards receiving, 21 yards per attempt, 10 uh, receiving touchdowns. So he's a big play. We talk about that with his quarterback, big play threat. And for this young man, again, he just like his quarterback, he has a, he has one more year of eligibility. But again, I, I think with the receiver position, Man, I think he, his name is hot, and his name is going to heat up. I'm sorry, and I'm trying to bring, I'm trying to set some of that fire for him, uh, so people know more about him. But I saw a guy that he is the number one wide receiver, and he's the guy that defenses try to take away. This is very difficult because he knows how to get open, he knows how to use his body and his frame, okay, and be a bigger body receiver. He knows how to extend his effort is immaculate. I love his effort, right? You're talking about throwing in breakers and slants and he's willing to dive and lay out. Okay. You know, just lay out like this, like, like, like Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl where he's, you know what I mean? He's like horizontal, you know what I mean? And he's like throwing the ball, but you see that when it pertains to CJ Daniels, this guy that will lay out for passes, man. I absolutely love his effort and what he brings to the receiver room. Okay. Hard worker, a really competitive young man. Uh, he blocks pretty solid as well. So he gives you a lot of different uh, positives in terms of checking things off. Me, you know, me and Keith, you know, always talk about that, right? Check, check mark, check mark, check mark when you're scouting guys. And he gives you some check marks. And I think, you know, if he were if he were to declare, he could make himself. Uh, he has the, he has the makings of a potential day two pick. There's a lot of teams in the NFL that still need wide receiver help right now. Okay, and I'm not saying he's a true number one just yet, but if you know if he wanted if he came out of this year, he may have to start out as a wide receiver two, wide receiver three, but still yet what does you know it doesn't matter because once he gets those he gets those reps and those opportunities, he can produce. And again, I love the ability. He had a he had a touchdown from Salter. It was like a 20 yarder where you know he nice little kind of uh in and out release, like an in and out crossover, right? Left, right, goes vertical. Um, you know, corners in good position, but the body control, the the poise, uh, you always know who at the catch point, right? It's not just attacking the ball. You always you put you pay attention and you watch for the how the guy, how you know who there's a DB or receiver, who panics and who doesn't, who's calm, cool, and collected in those situations, who just has all the confidence in the world. I can make a play that you can't make. And he did that, right? We're talking about being able to open the hips, pivot back, you know, square up hit the target, which is the football, and attack it at the highest point with nothing but confidence. He never panicked, never wavered, and just went up, got it, plucked it out of the sky, plucked it out of the air. And you love to see those things. You love to see those things. And I think for me, man, just the the – those are things you can't really teach, right? Because when you're 6'2", 200 pounds, long arms, can leap, okay? 
those are God-given gifts. And when you also pair that with the mentality of it's mine and not yours, you love that. I love that. And, and I think this is a young man that made himself some money, not just this season, but in a championship weekend where everybody's looking for fo- paying attention to football because the amount of games in college football have dwindled to just the championship moments in games and to go out there. And again, in this, in this particular atmosphere, right, to go seven, for 157, a touchdown over 22 yards per. Come on, man. And, and, and you look at his snap share. He plays inside and out. He plays 30, 31, 31% of his snaps came in the slot with 69 of the, his snaps coming, you know, coming from uh, being aligned and positioned out wide. And, and, and not only that, but he moves. He, he plays on the left side, plays on the right side. He's a guy that you can move around. And again, those are the things you really covet with receivers is the ability to move a guy around. If you don't like the matchup that you, that he has outside, shift the motion, him, move him, reduce his split, put him in the stack, put him here, put him there. If he's comfortable to run, run routes, find soft spots and zones, be a big body receiver, can be – I like receivers. If you're big, if you're a bigger bigger frame receiver, right, you're 6'2 and taller, that type of thing, you know, and you're 200-plus pounds. I want to know, can you have, do you have that switch? What I mean by that switch, do you have the switch to go from big body deep threat to position possession, right? Where I, I need a five yard, I need a five yard in cut. I need a five yard slant. Can you body up and post up that DB and be physical, so forth and so on? And he can do that. So listen, Caden Salter, his star quarterback, a Dame's diamond in the rough, CJ Daniels, man. C.J. Daniels, 6'2", 200 pounds, star wide receiver. I think he's the only receiver with over 600 yards receiving for the Liberty Flames and for uh, for for Caden Salter. So that tells you there's a level of con- there's a connection and a level of trust between QB and wide receiving. I just wanted to highlight bo- all, both of those guys as well as Trey Amos. I'm gonna call him almost Amos. <laughs> um, you know, DB from Alabama. But that's the show. Okay, that's the debut, the premiere of dames diamonds in the rough guys thank y'all for joining me um you know and tapping in with me as always you know keith will be back tomorrow we get into the college football playoffs and everything else we got all that stuff going on uh may drop it the same day we don't know we might give you a double up episode we'll see we'll see but we you know we have a lot of content coming this week man a lot of fun stuff we can get into the transfer some transfer portal stuff uh, a lot of it guys we've got a ton of it coming so stay tuned with us here the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. But as always, go subscribe and follow for free wherever you listen to podcasts, on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the latest episode as soon as it is, it is available. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today. And every day, shout out for being our everydayers. Again, Keith will be back the rest of this week. But talk to us because we do talk back. You can find and follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.